Between 1969 and 1978, Archie was a staple of Saturday morning animation. And then Deke came along and made a few adjustments. We are the Deke Geeks, and this is Marchy. Yes, we are the Deke Geeks. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm Avery. Hello. And this is Marchie. Okay. All this month, we are looking at Deke's various Archie series. Great. I, um... I, um... Why? Uh, because it sounded good at the time. Interestingly, that describes most of um, just kind of the 1980s in general, but also most of Deep Cartoon's output. Also, this podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely <laughs> a very succinct description of this podcast. It seemed a good idea at the time. Okay, for this first uh, this first Marchie episode, we have been looking at the new Archies. Yes, indeed. Um, this would be the... Not to be confused with the classic 70s, 60s, 70s cartoon, The New Archie and Sabrina Hour. No, 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 no. This is The New Archies, yes. which was released in the 1980s. And yeah. is, on the whole, terrible. Oh, well, we'll, we'll be That's enough for this that. episode. <laughs> Thank you very much for looking... Um, uh... Okay, okay, as usual, as usual, before we do anything... Uh, I do not know a single damn thing about Archie. No, neither do I. Um, I mean... <laughs> Look, it is a thing that I have witnessed from the side and gone, that looks like a cool thing. I should probably get into it at some point. And then never done so. Well, Archie is the all-ages comics brand in the States, really, isn't it? Yeah, kind of, I guess. Uh, I suppose the closest thing we have in the UK is the Beano. I'm not sure I could really put Archie and the Beano side by side like that. The Beano is more on the side of random cartoon antics, whereas Archie is, I guess, more realistic, but still cartoon antics. It's it's more true to life to high school and middle school life yeah, than it is. Yeah, and has longer form stories. Than yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the modern ones especially go into more interesting and uh, more serious topics. Which I'm glad for. I'm quite I like that. But um, but as a position in the market, the Beano is definitely where Archie would be kind of aimed at kind of the eight to teenage audience. Uh, I would... If it was the Beano about maybe ten years ago... I would probably I haven't agree exactly with you. been keeping up. Has it has it gone um... I can't I don't I don't exactly know, but it's gone downhill. It's not yeah. nowhere near as good as it used to be. Yeah. Um But I mean the the cl- some of the classic characters are still there and stuff like that. You've still got the numbskulls, they're still there, Bash Street Kids, they're still there, but on the whole it's just not the same. Which is interesting because of course Archie recently rebooted in 
a similarly, uh, well, a far more drastic way, and that's been met with really good uh, responses. Mm-hmm. As I say, I mean, I've not really looked into anything Archie-related. The most I've really looked at, I would say, is... Uh, oh, God. Ages ago, there was a manga-inspired version of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and I believe I owned a copy of issue one of that as a kid. Right. I picked it up one day when I was on holiday in Swansea, and I read it through, and I remember enjoying it, um, but I don't actually recall anything of it past the cover art, um, which was something else. Um <laughs> as most American manga-inspired art styles are. But um, outside of that, I would say a brief glance at the amazingly, endlessly fascinating Archie Sonic universe, um, which in itself created a whole bunch of interesting new characters for the franchise that only exists within the comics universe, which is a shame because some of the characters in the Sonic Comics universe is really fucking cool and deserve to have a better spot. Yeah, the the Sonic spin-offs are fascinating and we will probably go further into that when talking about um, Sat-AM. Yes, because yeah, they're definitely, it's closely linked to Sat-AM. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I just kind of wish they would actually reintroduce some of the old classic comic characters into the main line canon. I, to be completely honest with you, do you remember the old Fleetway Sonic comics? Uh, all I mean, all these series had the same starting point. Yeah. And then all diverged drastically. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. the Fleetway ones very well. Yeah. Do you remember the um, Canary character called Techno? Yes. Green-haired, uh, fucking badass... I want her to come back, because she's fucking great. Techno is awesome. Techno deserves to have a spot in the mainline canon. Because, to be quite honest, for a female role model, Techno is far better than Amy, because, like, as cool as Amy wants to be, she's also the character that default goes head over heels for the main male character. But quickly bringing it back onto the subject of Archie, which is I'm what this sorry. month is about. I'm sorry, did I accidentally find a more interesting discussion topic? Yes, but we need to do that when we do Sat-AM. Oh. I'm looking forward to Sat-AM. Yeah, I same. know things about Sat-AM. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know anything it's... about Archie other than the fact that um, Betty and Veronica are constantly in a love triangle with Archie and Jughead is the only one who is entertaining. Well, yeah, but Jughead's cool. Yeah. There's, there's a reason why he's the best character and why he's also called Jughead. <laughs> I can't remember why he's called Jughead. There's a variety of explanations, I believe. Same reason why there's always an S on his sweater. But regardless, yeah, I mean, Sat-AM is the one that everyone loves. <laughs> so, you know. So, Archie! To be fair, it's the one where Robotnik is actually a capable villain for once. So, you know, I'm, yeah. That's going to be an interesting episode when we tackle it. It's also probably going to be a two-hour special, considering the discussion line that we just started and finished before it began. (laughs) Oh, boy. But let's get into the new Archies. In 1969, Funimation produced The Archie Show, 
Based on the popular comic books, it featured a group of teens from Riverdale High School getting into various teenage hijinks. The show was a massive success. Not only did it spawn a real-life number one hit single, but its then novel use of a laugh track would go on to become a staple of Saturday morning children's entertainment for the next two decades. Whilst the original series only lasted for 17 episodes, Funimation would continue producing Archie spin-offs until the failure of the new Archie and Sabrina Hour in 1978, which effectively ended the Archie-Funimation partnership. Ten years later, the newly independent Deke Entertainment were given a chance to make their own Archie comic series. In order to appeal to a younger, more 1980s demographic, they went about modernising the series. Instead of the perpetual 1950s teen aesthetic from the comics, they created a series full of dayglow 80s attire and aged the characters down to a more demographic-friendly pre-teen junior high age. The show was not a success. Critic for the LA Times' Kid Vid Reviews column, Charles Solomon, wrote, Nothing distinguishes the new Archies from countless other shows about groups of kids except its utter lack of humour. The show was cancelled after 14 episodes. It would be a further decade before another Archie Comics cartoon would materialise. I'm just going to say it out here, out now. Okay, say it. This show doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It You're doesn't. Right. It's boring. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, I, I mean... To be quite honest, we don't even need to say anything. That dude from the Kid Vid column said it all. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he uh, summed it up really in one sentence. It. I mean, what this does is it takes the Archie characters and then waters them down to the point where they are... No longer Archie characters. Well, they're just indistinct. <laughs> Here's the thing, I... I... They're not even Archie characters. They're just characters which resemble Archie characters and happen to have the same name as the Archie characters. But they oh, themselves are not the Archie I characters. Mean, you've, got, you've got some semblance of it. I mean, you've got the Betty-Veronica rivalry. But because it's aged down, you don't have the love triangle rivalry. They're just rivals occasionally because they... Yeah, yes, that's I mean, what women do. Uh, well, I mean... In this, um, the thing is, is a lot of the friends and the group of friends that the new Archie thing is about, like, it's just like friends when it's convenient to be friends or enemies when it's convenient to be enemies. Which kind of works. In, yes. From what I've seen of Archie, that kind of works in general because that's how friendship groups work. But when you take it in the context of a cartoon that doesn't develop the characters in any way that just comes off as them just randomly shuffling characters to work unable to decide how to use them yeah basically but at the same time i will say that uh considering the ages the the kind of the kind of age range and like kind of class range of the watered down archie characters here the kind of like on-off friendships that they have going on, even though there isn't really kind of anything to base it off, is very reminiscent of my childhood. <laughs> it's, it's just kind of, it's like, yeah, that's pretty much how friendship worked back then. It's just, yeah, fair enough. You see, you'd have friends and then just sometimes your friends would randomly decide to not be your friends for some, in like... <laughs> For just some random reason, arbitrary reason, no reason at all. Just, I'm not your friend because of this. Okay. But did you have a Richie? A Richie? 
you know, Richie. Richie being the complete asshole. Uh, yes. Yeah, we definitely had a complete. Ar- we have. We had. We definitely had complete. But not arseholes. specifically a bully, because there is a bully. Well, yeah. Well, there wasn't any bullies, obviously. He's mentioned about once in the, from the, in the few episodes we saw. Yeah. But Richie Moose. is there. No, Moose isn't the bully. Moose oh. is the jock. Oh, okay. I mean, he can be a bit of a bully, but right. I mean, it's. I mean, this it's hard to position where characters are. Yeah. <laughs> Because they are one-dimensional and then shuffled around, as I say, put into whatever position in each episode uh, the writers could just slot them in. Right, yeah. And it doesn't work because there's no consistency. There is one, maybe two consistent characters. Hmm. Three, sorry, um, because Richie. Yeah, I would say, well, I mean, Archie... Archie, well, I mean, he's whose personality is. is nothing. Archie is not given any sort of personality in this series. I guess he's supposed to be the kind of the antagonist that the viewer can see themselves in, but antagonist, protagonist <laughs> that the viewers can see themselves in. But I mean, he just has no personality to him, does he? No, he's just a faceless protagonist character. Um, Kind of the, I don't have to care about anything because it always goes right for me in the end character. <laughs> He's just there. Yeah. He's just there to be the main character. Yeah. Uh, Jughead. He's consistent. Jughead is consistent. And because Jughead I is just Jughead. Jughead is just Jughead. Jughead Jones is well played in this series. They managed to nail Jughead Jones. Because Jughead Jones works with this kind of story. Yeah. Uh, you can age down Jughead Jones and you just get... Jughead. Jughead Jones. Yeah. He's already immature. Yeah. And then Richie is consistent for being a whiny rich brat. Yeah. I have no idea what Richie's like in the comics. Yeah, I mean, we probably should have done a bit more research for this one, just so that we have some kind of grounding behind it. I watched a few episodes of Riverdale. I'm sure that counts. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the it'll do approach. I like it. (laughs) That's the way we do things at most of the kobolds. Half at it all. But I mean, uh, everything else, Betty and Veronica are just... Veronica's all over the place. Because she is half of the time an antagonist, half of the time one of the main heroes. Betty is, again, not really notable. These two characters are so unnotable that I can't even remember which one is Betty and which one is Veronica. They Betty are interchangeable. Is the yeah, okay. Veronica that's, is the that's the, uh, what I thought. Dark haired one. Yeah, that's why the I rich thought. one. See, the idea but, is the idea is Betty is the girl next door, whilst Veronica is the uh, the the rich. Yeah. Playgirl. The, the thing is, being that though, like as I say, there is like so little distinction between the two in this cartoon. That other than the fact the that two, one is really rich. Not a distinction. One to me. is really rich, and That's the very... other has no characteristics. Here's the thing. That's not even a distinction for me because the fact that she's rich is rarely brought up. Oh no, it's constantly brought up. Well then it's really subtle about it because it's not a distinction that I've ever made. Really? Good no. lord. You really fell through with this yeah. attention. No, half of the stories seem to be about her trying to um get money out of various schemes well okay or... i guess okay yeah good point but i mean like it's, it's the thing is is that's the, that's it though because like, like 
just in my head, I was just thinking about the characters. Like, you were talking about Betty and Veronica. And I'm just sat there the entire time going, okay, is Betty this one or is Veronica this one? And I'm just, like, sat there trying to split these two, like, split this one amorphous entity of just (laughs) nothing into two separate files. Yeah, (laughs) I mean... no, I, what, I, uh, it could be any of them. It's like, they are generic girl stereotype characters with generic girl names. Like, you, it's, it's, there is no possible way to kind of distinguish these two just going off memory. Ah, but there is. One has black hair and is rich. That is the Black difference. hair thing isn't a distinction either. That's the thing. That's why I was sat there going, which fucking one is it? Because I couldn't tell. Because I couldn't remember. Because they're both generic as arse. And then the rest of the characters are... Oh, God. This thing has an ensemble cast and then doesn't really know how to use any of them. No. It does not. Um, There's Eugene. Yep, that's his name. Uh, He is apparently... I mean, he's a original character for the series, and when I say original, uh, he's basically just an existing Archie character called Dillard, but black. As he filled the role of both Chuck and Dilton, neither of those characters appeared in the series. So you've got Eugene, and then you've got Armani. That's her name. Who is the black girl. And she was made especially for the show. Yeah. She's um, not even a rebranding of a different character. Uh, I mean, she only actually, in, in the few episodes we saw, she was prominent in precisely one. And that was to ask out slash get asked out by the other black character. Because apparently black characters can only date each other. To be fair, it was the 80s interracial... Uh, dating and stuff probably wasn't exactly smiled upon at the time. I mean... <sighs> to be fair, it's something that some assholes are still not exactly happy about even now, so, you it, know. To be honest, it pisses me off because even in modern TV shows, you still get the kind of the black or uh, Hispanic character and then they are paired off with another black or Hispanic character. And it happens in everything. Even in... I mean, in the, the last couple of decades, in completely innocuous things like... Um, Scrubs. Mm. Why is the black and Hispanic character, the, the two major minority ca- characters, they're paired off together? Mm. It's... It's just really bad. But and we're not here to discuss the, the problems with TV. We're here to discuss horrible cartoons. Uh, yeah, yeah. The problems with TV uh, of a different age. Yeah. Either way... Um, we really could do with a podcast that's just us spouting stuff about this kind of things <laughs> instead of just, like, focusing on one specific topic. <laughs> Regardless, um... I mean, I'm trying to remember some of the episodes we looked into, because these things are 15-minute uh, chunks, two stories per episode. So they're very short, and yet they feel like an eternity each. So let's see if I can remember any of the plot lines. I can remember two. Okay. Three. You uh, first. Okay, plot line I can remember number one. 
an alien inexplicably crash lands on the planet. This is the first episode This is ever. somehow the first story. And it just goes straight into random cartoon antics. No, nothing established set up or anything. No, no, no. Just an alien crash lands on Earth through some fucking method. I can't remember why, but it's somehow due to some kind of bullshit that's... Uh, they were creating a science class or something. I had no fucking it's clue. It's Eugene's latest invention that he doesn't actually know what it does. Yeah. So, great. Good job there, kid. Creating alien crash lands on the planet fits into Earth culture best as he can somehow. And everyone's like, oh, he's an alien, but he's kind of cool, though. So, okay, cool. There um, are basketball scenes. There's basketball, and then they drive past a burger shack that's shaped like a burger, and he's like, oh, burger. And I was like, oh, burger. And so they go and get burgers, and then it turns out that the burgers are somehow the fuel for his ship, and the ship is repaired by Eugene, who doesn't know anything about the ship, but he somehow repaired it. And then they put the burgers in the machine thing and it goes foosh off into space and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. That's definitely a thing that happened. I'm not sure why. Now, you could mistake my fairly drunken sounding tired rambling as a sort of misrepresentation, misremembering of what's going on. But no, that's exactly what actually happens in the episode. I just missed out a few things and uh, wasn't as specific with it as the episode is. But, like, that's pretty much the long and short of it. Okay, in that case, I will go with uh, Archie's neighbour. I wasn't quite sure if it was the, the teacher. I have no idea who the fuck it was either. It was some old woman. But this is also the second plot that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh her bins have been repeatedly knocked over and she blames Archie's dog, Red. Then, in the middle of a storm, her bins are knocked over again and Red is missing and she entirely blames this on Red and not the most logical thing, which is a storm bloody blew through town knocking over a bunch of bins. Uh, But it turns out, after a long uh, series of following tracks and various hijinks that I believe it was Red was helping the neighbour's cat rescue kittens. Something like that. It's not very well explained. I mean, looking through it the first time round, it looked like the there was the implication that the dog and the cat had kittens. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that... Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you uh, agree with me, that yeah, definitely appeared yeah, to be that, the... Yeah, that... Yeah, 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 But the fact that the title of the episode is Red to the Rescue Mm-mm. kind of mm. fixes... Right. It's a bit sad when you have to take the mm. title of a sh- an episode to work out what the hell actually was going on in the ending. Um... Wasn't the actual problem of the bins actually being raccoons? Yeah, it was raccoons. Yeah. I mean, it would have made more sense if it was just the bloody storm. It was a huge storm. Okay, how about uh, Betty and Veronica are both running for class president? Mm-hmm. Okay. That wasn't the third one that I okay. could remember, but uh, now I do remember that one. Thank you. There you and... go. 
Betty. It's, God, okay, do you want me to just sum up this episode? It's nothing. It's yeah. a quarter hour of just meandering about the school, seeing the various different ways that Betty and Veronica can one-up each other for no real reason. And then in the end, I believe Jughead gets crowned the class captain. Yeah, which I could have told you was going to happen two minutes into the episode. Yeah. Because that's how these things always end. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, this this is probably one of the stories that most seems like it would be an Archie plot. I mean, like, yeah, it does sound like a actual Archie plot, but the problem being is that this is not actually Archie's, it's the new Archie's, which means any possible semblance of, like, character building or development or love triangles, relationships, etc., all of that is gone, meaning, as we've pointed out before, the rivalry between Betty and Veronica is ultimately pointless. And so it kind of makes the entire episode seem just, well, pointless. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not really a, a good episode in the least because of that. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like they are being pitted against each other merely for the sake of pitting them against each other. Yeah. Uh, the other episode i could remember uh was oh god i believe it was richie and veronica found out that jughead is actually the heir to a rich buggy and descended from royalty I yeah believe, the, uh... yeah to use the exact wording and so um the two of them go over to jughead and they try and get him to fit into that the kind of rich lifestyle and prepare for like his uh, his inheritance from being an heir or whatever, and so there's just this whole thing of Jughead acting like a pompous rich arsehole, um, and basically getting Veronica and Richie to do his own deeds because they believe him to be of higher royalty than them. This which isn't is hilarious. That bad an episode. Yeah, it's this pretty fun. This is basically just Veronica and Richie getting their comeuppance, because in the end, it turns out all that was left of uh, Sir Jughead's uh, fortune. Oh, God. It was like a bag of marbles yep. and a box of... Oh, God, what was it? What was the what was in the box? It was a bag of marbles and something else. I can't remember because what Because he was. gave away all of his fortunes to, on, uh, on, on burgers or something like that. <laughs> Much like actual current day Jughead. Which was a great bit, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, I quite liked that episode. It was, it was fun. It was, uh, felt like a proper Archie plot that didn't rely on any of the pre-set up Archie things for it well, to work. I mean, it... it... It was this glorious, it shining little crystal in amongst a pile of crap. It works because it's Jughead-focused. Yeah. And Jughead works in this comedic format. Whereas anything else doesn't work in this comedic format. Here's how we fix it. We rename it, and from this renaming, you know where to take it. Jughead and the new Archies. Ah, uh, yeah. I. There I, you go. Uh, there was definitely one more episode that I can vaguely remember. Can I remember it? Oh yeah, they the um, Veronica bets Jughead that he can't give up burgers for a week. Yeah, that or possibly was one. a month. Yeah, it was. Oh god, it was for a week, and then uh, 
if Jughead won the bet, then Veronica would buy him a whole bunch of burgers. And Jughead basically just gets... Um, withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, just massive, massive withdrawal <laughs> symptoms. And it kind of becomes a little bit scary <laughs> as a result of that. Um, before eventually they just like, okay, you know what? Just stop this. Give him the fucking burgers because this is ridiculous. Well, it ends with them trying to trick him into thinking that the time allotted had already ended. Yeah. Uh, but I mean that that bit just doesn't even get dealt with. Nope. Uh, but I mean that's a vaguely good plot. It's not as good as the uh, the the Jughead is royalty plot, but it, it's functional. Yeah. Which again yeah. shows that the Jughead stuff is functional. Everything else is tripe. Yeah. So okay. There is one more episode I can remember, but I think we've had enough discussion of episodes. Uh, so well, let's what go- was it? It was the oh god! It was like some kind of um, kind of the, the the some kind of royalty. I can't remember entering. And Jughead has to act all fancy or something and give them the key of uh, key to keys to the city or something. Oh yeah, royalty again. Yeah, it is a weird focus on royalty, but hey. So skipping that episode because we've had enough of really discussing it. Um, what would you do to improve, or rather remake, the new Archies in the current day? Okay. Obviously, you have to tighten it up. You have to make sure that the characters have more defined characteristics. You can tell you thought about this for a week, folks. You take your core characters, you give them more purpose, you... Preferably don't have them voiced by children, because it worked for Peanuts and then nothing else. Get actual voice actors, guys. It's it's not that hard. You don't go with much that's larger than life. You kind of... I mean, the kind of audience that you're dealing here is best served just dealing with your basic uh, day-to-day struggles of being a kid. And then what you do is you also make them anthropomorphic animals. For example, Archie could be an aardvark. And Jughead could be a rabbit. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, Marky, no, 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 Marky, no, 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 Marky, Marky, no, 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 Marky, no. Yes, what I am saying is the new Archies could be forgotten completely. Go watch Arthur instead. Because oh, no. it's so much better. And it is basically the same archetypes. And I say, hey, what a beautiful kind of day to get along and love each other. <laughs> to to Wait, learn and work, rest and play. Am I wrong? Is, oh, is Arthur just the same show, but Better executed. Arthur actually has morals and stories yeah, to teach. Absolutely. Yeah. It's better executed. It was made by people who actually understood what they were working with. Yeah, and yeah. Actually dealt with characters and gave characters things to deal with on a regular basis. Whereas the new Archies just couldn't get past antics. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I don't have anything better to really posit than that. And now, to be completely honest, fuck you, because now I want to go watch some Arthur. It was really good. It was really fucking good. 
It was such a good show. And also the theme tune was actually tolerable <laughs> and catchy. So how are we ranking this one, then? Oh, Christ, I didn't even begin to think about that. <laughs> this one is, at its worst, it's mediocre. It's boring, yeah. it's uninteresting. At its best, it's reasonable. Yeah, I'm thinking sub-15. Uh, what we got at 15? Dinosaurs was definitely more interesting, I would say. This definitely goes below Alf, the animated series. Yes, definitely, for sure. But I'm not sure it goes uh, below Hulk's Hogan, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Let's just think, because I think I would rather watch Hey Vernon's Ernest over this. I'm not sure I would. I mean, <laughs> Hey Vernon's Ernest is interesting, but only for its hyperactivity. And yeah, it's true. actually quite painful to watch. That's true. It is fairly painful. But, I mean, so is this. Yeah, you know what? Underneath rock and wrestling. Underneath rock and wrestling. Underneath rock and wrestling. Uh, what would that put it above? Uh, Ernest, in fact. Even it's Ernest. So, number 19. Okay, okay. I could compromise there. Yeah, because I mean, like, I would happily rewatch rock and wrestling over this. Because I mean, the thing is, is, the thing is, this is bland, boring, and nothing. It's Archie, but with all the fun sucked out of it, right? That's true. Rock and, rock and wrestling. Rock and wrestling is. Brad Garrett as Hulk Hogan getting in wrestlers getting into weird hijinks. Yeah, getting into hijinks stolen out of Hanna Barbera filmation yeah. <laughs> studios. And interspersed Dude. with real ass snip video snippets of eighties wrestlers. Okay, okay, you're selling me on the Yeah. The placement, yeah. Yeah. So in at number nineteen, that is the new Archies. So, that about just does it for this week's episode. Absolutely. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then uh, give us a little ratey and like on iTunes, or even Google Play Podcasts, if they have that as a thing. I don't know. We can't tell. <laughs> yeah, we can't let tell. Us look at our own page. Please let us in, Google. Please. Um... Yeah, if you're not subscribed to us already, then you can go ahead and do so through the aforementioned iTunes and Google Play podcast, or through your podcatcher of choice. There is a little RSS link in the article for each episode on our website. What's that website, you ask? Why, it's MostlyCobbles.com. That's right, MostlyCobbles.com. And hey, also if you enjoyed this episode, or enjoyed this podcast in general, do us a favour and recommend us to a friend. We need it. <laughs> we need the help. <laughs> We're not good at promoting ourselves. Please, 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 I'd recommend. I've posted in the, uh, the, the Reddit podcasts uh, subreddit at least twice. I forgot to do it this week. Oh. <laughs> here, is my, here is my brand new workshop slogan for D-Geeks. Please recommend. <laughs> With a little praying emoji on the end. Please recommend. Oh, oh boy, oh boy. boy. We're not good at this. No, we're not. So, what's coming up next week in Marchy? Well, next week, Marchy gets weird. Mysteriously weird. It's Archie's Weird Mysteries. Wait, this isn't even. This isn't even. Uh, no, you're right. It's just Archie's Weird Mysteries. It's fucking, who needs the <laughs> subtext anymore? Marchie! Not during, not during Marchie. <laughs> Marchie! We've already established it's all Archie. Yeah! <laughs> Thanks for that outro. <laughs>